Luke chapter 16, verse 19. Kind of common scripture here, but had it on my mind all morning. Lord, he'll just give us what we need. What we stand in need of. So let us pray. Heavenly Father, well, God, Lord, as we bow before your precious holy. Lord, I love you. I praise you. I thank you. And I, Lord, I just want to worship you in spirit and in truth. Father God, I want to give you the strength and the honor and the praise. Lord, I want to give you everything, Father God, because thou art the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the one, the only, the true God in heaven, which was and is and is to come. Lord, I thank you. I praise you. I, I worship you. Thank you, Father, for each and every one that's here. Lord, you just give us what we stand in need of, Father God, and the name of Jesus we ask all things. Amen. Amen. It says, And there was a certain rich man which was clothed in purple and fine linen and fared sumptuously every day. And there was a certain beggar named Lazarus which was laid at his gate full of sores and desiring to be fed with the crumbs which fell from the rich man's table Moreover, the dogs came and licked his sores. And it came to pass that the beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's bosom. The rich man also died and was buried. And in hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment, and seeing Abraham far off and Lazarus in his bosom. And he cried and said, Father Abraham, have mercy on me. And send Lazarus that he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am tormented in this flame. But Abraham said, Son, remember that thou in thy lifetime receiveth thy good things, and likewise Lazarus, Lazarus evil things. But now he is comforted, and thou art tormented. And besides all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf fix, so that they which would pass from hence to you cannot. Neither can they pass to us and would come from thence. Then he said, I pray thee, therefore, Father, that thou wouldest send him to my father's house. For I have five brethren that he may testify unto them, lest they also come to this place of torment. Abraham saith unto him, They have Moses and the prophets, let them hear them. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, if one, but if one went unto them from the dead, they will repent. And he said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. You know, and I, as I was thinking about this scripture, and as I had it on my mind, uh, I was thinking about the rich man, how he fared selfishly every day. And, you know, I thank God that we are here this morning, uh, and we have a desire to be here. 
We have a desire to be uh, desiring the good part, uh, uh, just like Mary sat at Jesus' feet uh, as she desired the good part of Jesus. And, and uh, we are here desiring the good part. And, and you know, one day knowing that no matter what happens in our lives, no matter uh, uh, the whether we are laid at the gate, uh, the whether uh, uh, what goes on in our lives, uh, it, it don't matter that our reward uh, is never going to change. Uh, how the, the rich man uh, uh, he fared sumptuously every day he wore beautiful clothing uh, he had a house he had a table he had the food uh, he had everything but his outcome wasn't what he wanted and uh, but Lazarus how he was living a life that that he probably didn't want but the outcome was more than he ever expected. And how that in our lives today that, uh, that we are going to have some lives of that and things happen in it that we don't choose, that we didn't want. But you know what? If we serve God and we put our, our hope and our strength and we put all our, uh, our trust in Him and uh, knowing that one day that we are going to rest uh, in Abraham's bosom, uh, that uh, we're going to be able to rest at the feet of Jesus. Uh, uh, we're going to be in the number that's singing a new song. Uh, uh, we're going to be one uh, uh, that is going to be in heaven, uh, uh, walking on streets of gold, uh, uh, having a uh, appearing all the mansions and, and look Looking around at all the things that, and that other people is missing. And my thought this morning is, uh, and my whole thought this morning is in verse 20, uh, 23. It says, In hell he lifted up his eyes, being in torment. You know what? Uh, in life today that I know that there's a lot of people right now is, it, you know, we have a choice today that whether we want to see the good or we want to see the bad. We have a choice today whether we want our eyes opened uh, or we have a choice whether we want to turn our eyes from the trouble. Uh, there's a whole lot of things. Our nation needs prayer, uh, but we can ignore that. Uh, you know what? There's uh, families and there's people out there that needs help, uh, but you know what? If we want to, uh, we can turn our eyes from it. Uh, as the rich man, uh, how he had uh, he had everything that he wanted, uh, and, but all of a sudden he always blinded his eyes from Lazarus sitting out there at the gate. He always turned his eyes. He always hid his eyes. He was always, he never focused on the trouble and the trials out there. He, he had a choice, and it's the same choice that we have right now. There's uh, some men uh, that we read about, uh, that we all know the scripture about the Good Samaritan. The, but before the, there was a man that, that fell among thieves and they robbed him and they beat him and they left him for dead. And how the, how the, the Bible says that there was a, a priest that walked by. And he, he seen him, but he passed by on the other side. And, and you know what? There was a Levite uh, that, that passed by and how he looked at him and, and he actually went over by him and he just looked at him and, and then he passed on by. See, so we have a choice today that, that we can either have our eyes open for the Lord. Uh, and, uh, I, I think a lot about the, over in, it's in, where is it? It's in Romans and Philippians, uh, about where the, in one verse of scripture it says that every knee should bow to Jesus. And it says every knee should confess that He is the Lord and the Christ. 
But as we read in another verse of Scripture, it says that every knee will bow. And every knee will confess that he is the Lord and the Christ. So we have a free choice today. In this life that we're living, we can even have our eyes open up to what we want to see. We can see that God is in control. And we can give our life to the Lord. Or we can choose to turn our head and our eyes. To turn our, our ways somewhere else. There's a whole lot of people in life that is ignoring the things after in this world. And they're ignoring the, the, the destruction. And they're ignoring the, the end of this life that is coming. And they're living however they want. But one day, their eyes are going to be open. And one day, they're going to see clearly. But the problem is, they're going to lift up their eyes in torment. And they're going to end up, they're going to open their eyes in a place where they don't want to be. That we are all going to stand before God one day. We are all going to stand before Him and our eyes are going to be open whenever we're going to be judged. It's important that we have our eyes open and our minds open and our hearts open to what's going on in this world right now. Church, it's important that we understand in James. Mark it here this morning, James. Chapter 2, verse 14, it says, What doeth it profit, my brethren, though, uh, though a man say that he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or, a, or sister be naked and desolate to, of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace. And be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which are needful to the body. What doeth it profit? Even so faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. You know, we can, uh, we can even blind ourselves in this world uh, of seeing people that is, that, that need clothes, that need uh, food, that need things in this world, uh, and we can blind ourselves to them, and, and we can open up not our eyes to them, uh, but it says what, uh, what faith is it, uh, that we can just say unto them, uh, how, how many times in our lives right now are we willing and we ready, that we have good intentions, uh, and we have all these things and we see people that need help but we're not willing to help them but we have a desire to be in the house of God that we have a desire and a want we have our eyes open to what God is going to do. And what we don't know, we're, we're trusting in God uh, that He will open our eyes to what we need to be. We, we, we need God uh, speaking to our hearts. Uh, see, God can't, uh, He can't work in our lives. He can't work in our homes. Uh, he can't do these things uh, in our lives if we're not open unto Him. Uh, if we're not letting God uh, manifest Himself uh, inside of us. Uh, we can say that we have all the faith we want. Uh, we can do all, uh, we can say go on be warmed. Uh, we can say go on be cold. Uh, but what good is it doing? Uh, it, it's not going to do any good. It's the same way in our life. 
as we know without a shadow of a doubt, the end is coming. We know that the Lord is one day is going to come back uh, and we can, we can have all the intentions and we can have all the things, uh, but if we're not willing to press on uh, and, uh, and we have our eyes open now and, uh, and we need our eyes open more, uh, we need God uh, manifesting in our lives today. It's just like uh, there's a verse of scripture over in uh, Isaiah 63. It caught my eye not too long ago. Isaiah 63 and verse 10. Before we get there, but how that, you know what, in our lives today, that if our eyes are not open right now to a God that created this world, the Bible says that God created this world in six days. How He just spoke the things, how the God is our God and our King. And you know what? Whether there's a whole lot of people out there in the world that is blinded right now to a God that is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. A God that is so wonderful and so magnificent. A God that wants to bless us. He wants to give us our heart's desire. He wants, to, he wants to give us life and peace and joy. He wants our eyes open and that we can clearly see Him and to see His words. He, he wants us to be ready to meet Him one day. And it's important that our eyes are open. But in our lives today, if, our eyes, if we don't open our eyes, and we're not having our eyes open up to what the Word says and to what God says in our lives. We are, uh, uh, we can say what well, we're just like the rich man that, that is having it right in front of us, but ignoring all that is around about us huh? and caring about ourselves and how the, in our lives today, uh, the, that's kind of like ignoring God. I don't like being ignored. Have you ever, have you ever been ignored? Or, or even whenever you're, you're talking or telling somebody, you ever had somebody just cut you off like they don't even care what you're saying? You know what? That's the same thing that God does. The, the, how he gets his feelings hurt. He don't like being ignored because he is the true God. He created this world. He, he's the one that, that is in charge of it. Now we are sitting in his hands. He is in charge of our life. And too many days we just turn and when God is calling, it's just like how Samuel sat there and God called Samuel. He said, Samuel, but one day, whenever Samuel, because Eli told him. He said, next time, he said, Samuel, he said, Here, here's your servant, Lord. And speak to me that I'll too many times in our lives right now. I want to how many of us want to be that person that God can send? You know what? God has a purpose in our in our hearts. Uh, that how the it's just like a what is it Isaiah? Uh, whatever God says, who shall we send? Uh, who will go for us? Uh, was it Isaiah that said, "I uh, send me, uh, I'll go"? Uh, or was it Ezekiel? Uh, you know what? Uh, it was uh, Ezekiel. It was Isaiah. It was Jeremiah. It was uh, uh, Elijah. It was Elisha. All these men and then prophets of the Bible. They all said, "Lord, send me." Uh, 
when God called, they didn't turn their eyes, and they didn't turn their hearts, and they didn't turn around and ignore what God said. But they said, God has sent me. I want to be a servant that you can use in our lives today. We do the same thing. And it's up to us whether we want to be the one that will say, God send me, or we want to be the one that ignore him. You know, in Isaiah 63, in verse 10, there were some people that ignored God. And I, it's just a real quick verse here. I just, I don't know why, but we're going to go here. But it says, God told them, he says, but, I re, but they rebelled and vexed his Holy Spirit. Therefore, he was turned to their enemies and fought against them. In our lives, so we know that without a shadow of a doubt, that we need to have our eyes opened and we need to be the one not ignoring God as, as we are here. So I know that we have a desire. And I want to thank God for that desire because you know what? There's some times in our lives that I want you just to remember about the desire whenever you first got saved. Remember about the desire that you had to be in church. Regardless of, you know what, I, I still have a, a, a desire and you still have a desire to be in the house of God. It don't matter whether we're here the cleaning the toilets. It don't matter we're here sweeping the concrete. It don't matter if we're just here to pray. It don't, we it just having a desire to be in the house of God. You know what, that happens and that tells you that your faith is alive and well. That you have a desire to be. But what about it? We, if we lose that desire in our lives too many times we have we have a time and we have a season that we might go through that we don't have a desire to go to the house of God anymore we're not excited to go to the house of God you know what the house of God is somewhere that we ought to, to it's just the same as when we first were saved we ought to still have as much a desire to go regardless of the, whether anybody's here or not. We just want to be in the house of God. The house of God is something uh, that one day, I want you to know something about the house of God. Uh, that one day that the world tried to corrupt it. Uh, but you know what? Uh, the Bible says that Jesus made him a whip. Uh, I'd love to see it today uh, when Jesus went in uh, and turned over the money tables uh, and began to whip the people out. He said, this is not the house of the den of thieves, but it's the house of the Lord. And the Bible says, it's a good thing to go to the house of the Lord. It's a good day. Today is the day of salvation. And the salvation in the time has not changed. He's the same God. It's still good to go to the house of God. It's still, we still ought to be excited whether we want to have a uh, have a dust mop in our hand, or whether we want to be on our knees praying, or whether we just want to be at the house of God, and we ought to have that same desire. I want you to have your eyes open. I want you to have your eyes open. Now, though, later, whenever it's this time, it's a rich man. One day had his eyes opened, and it wasn't the time that he wanted. See, there was a lot of things that, that wasn't done in his life that he still wanted done. 
He said, Father Abraham, he said, send Lazarus to my five brethren, to my father's house. He said, you know what? There was other things that he still wanted done that lets me know that he had good intentions. He had good things. He had things that he wanted to do. He had the money. He had the clothes. He had the house. He had all kinds of things that he could have done. But because he chose to blind his eyes, because he chose to turn his eyes away from what God says. And then one day, if we turn around, hey, I'm going to preach it this morning. No matter who we are here today, if we, we got it all. But I want you to know something. If we turn our eyes on God, and we, we lose our focus and our, our desire to be in the house of God, then you know what? God will turn his back on us. God will... Isaiah 63, verse 10. He, because they rebelled and listened not to His Holy Spirit, He went to their enemies and fought against them. You know what? There were some people back in the Bible times, and they're called Jews, that how that because of they, they believed not in God, they believed not in Jesus, they didn't believe that He was the one. The Bible says that God had blinded their eyes, and one day that they're going to be open. I love that. Because you know what? Well, we had our eyes shut one day. And you know what? As a Gentile, and how that they was opened up unto a life of joy and of happiness and peace, of salvation. And their eyes was blinded to provoke them to jealousy, that they would see that what God. Hey, you know what? There's a, what about what? I, I want you to know what you have right here. That you keep a hold and you keep that desire and that you had to be in the house of God. You keep it closed because I want you to know something. How David had the ark of the covenant. He had what he wanted, but because he got offended, because God killed his body his friend because he laid his hand on the ark at the standing as the court rocked and how he took that house uh, it's been a while since I read it I apologize but he took that house uh, that, that ark of the covenant to a house and how he left it there and how he went back home hey, you know what the Bible says that God blessed that house that it was at that the ark of the covenant sat there God blessed it mightily that God blessed it how whenever David heard about the blessings that God was blessing it because the ark was there you know what he did then he opened up the word of God and said God what went wrong and God how do I get it back home it's time well, we have that desire that hope in our lives and in our hearts we'll have a desire on us that the lost people will want to see a living God as we as God is blessing us because our eyes are open now that we will have a blessing to be to somebody else. You know, it's important that we, we're always ready to do a good work. We see people that is in need, we help them. We, uh, that, that we keep our eyes open to what God is trying to do in our lives. There's a whole lot of times in our lives that, that, that we just do whatever we want 
on our own ways and our own times. And you know what? When everything is good, what happens in our life when everything is going good? We tend to ignore God, don't we? We forget to pray and we forget to read because everything is going just peachy. We start doing things on our own. But God wants us to keep that desire in our hearts to have our eyes open, to see what's going on, to have a desire to be in His house, uh, to worship Him and to praise Him. Because we know that without a shadow of a doubt, one day, one day that we're all going to have our eyes open. We are all going to bow before the great King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And we're all going to confess that He is Lord of our life. And I want us to have a desire to be in His house just as much now as whenever we kneel before Him. And we say, Lord, whenever our faith shall be made whole, when our eyes are have, have open to what, what God has in store for us now. But you imagine, I can't even fathom. The Bible says that the eye has not seen, their ears heard, or entered into the hearts of man the things that God has in store. Could you imagine whenever we stand before God and this old flesh is going to melt off and we're going to stand before the holiest of holy and be able to gaze on Him and fall at His feet and say glory to God. I want to be like that. I want my eyes open now and I want your eyes open now. I want you to have a desire that will remain regardless. Regardless of who around you is going to serve Him. Regardless of who around you is going to do anything that you're going to be one that will remain faithful. Because your eyes has been opened. You've seen and you know that and whenever your eyes is open, then God will bless. Whenever He blesses you, other people's going to see. Other people's going to see and they're going to be jealous. Thinking, I once had that. I once had a desire that I wanted to go to the house of God. I once had a desire that I just wanted to be, just be there, regardless of anybody. I just want to be in His presence. I, I mean, you know why? Because God didn't clean this house out. He didn't whoop no devil out of it. And now that it's the presence of God here. We want to be in the presence of God with our eyes open. I love Him today. I praise Him. Praise His holy name because He is worthy. Amen. Appreciate y'all that's here. We'll all stand. As we are here and we've been here, and I just want you to just, re, just to bask on this time that you can just thank God for having a desire and having our eyes open that we're here. And we want to be here. Brother Jason, will you dismiss us?